Williams is looking rough. Let's get to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline and bring in former uh, All-American from Ohio State Safety, Mike Doss. What's going on, my man? Good morning, G. Bush. What's going on, man? Ain't Happy nothing. Saturday. Happy Saturday. I know I know you be up early. You, be, <laughs> you already know. <laughs> you See, you getting old now. Look, you probably, you you one of them guys that get up and get a newspaper and have a coffee at 6 o'clock at McDonald's. I'm like, <laughs> just up here looking at the looking at the classifieds. I'm like, Mike Doss, you don't need no job. What you mean? I just look. You never, you never know. You never know. <laughs> hey, so first and foremost, congratulations on making, um, being on an inaugural class at the High School uh, Football Hall of Fame, man. It's like, I, I we I laughed when I saw you in Canton the other week. I said, "Man, are there any Hall of Fames that you are not in?" You was like, "Yeah, the real one, um, the one across the street." But... <laughs> the one across the street. <laughs> I was yeah, like, but... yeah, guys, I didn't play long enough, and I had a few injuries. But hey, you know, to make it this far to all of the, these opportunities, man, it's a blessing. You know, you know, it's all fun. Hey, you know, it, 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 to 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 match with that. You know, in my opening monologue, I was talking about it, um, and, you know, I had a lot of injuries. You know, I ended, I ended up with a 17 injuries. You know what I'm saying? I still have stuff going on with my neck. Um, and I got a lot of things that go on with my body right now. You mentioned uh, your career, playing career. Um, when you grew up, I mean, you never were really ever injured, seriously injured. Um, a lot of people don't know. We played together in high school. And, and besides maybe a, a bump or bruises, you never really – um, was a person that was injured that much. How 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 does that feel in terms of um, how does that feel in terms of when you are playing and you've never been hurt before, and then you start to have injuries at the time where you think your career is supposed to be uh, taken off? How how did that affect you? Yeah, I think from the um, perspective of. You know, just knowing your entire body at work, and then over time, you don't realize, you know, that you just you're like you're like a tire. You know what I'm saying? You only gonna have so much tread, and it takes the the energy of realizing you kind of went wore those tires down. You know what I'm saying? These good years ain't running as strong, and all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden, you just like, oh man, I got a, oh I got a little. I got a nail on the tire. Okay, let's let's repair that. Let's stop at the shop get that repaired. Then it's like, oh. Somebody put a knife in this thing. Like, hold up. <laughs> right. Can I can I buy a new one? Nope. You got to repair what's there, the injury that's there, and, you know, and glue it back and put air back in it, build it back up, make sure it's strong enough, and try to keep going. So, you know, for me, you know, as you mature and age, you realize the body is – it basically grows – to, to decline at some point, regardless. If you look at our parents and you look at your grandparents, your great-grandparents, you're like, man, when I see those pictures of them as youth in their heyday, in their, their, their 20s, 30s, you know, you're like, wow, you know, that, I, I, could, I really couldn't see my grandpa. Like, it's all in shape, and he had all the ladies, and, you know, it's like, wow, now he's 70 years old. And you're like, whoa, grandpa, like, hey, right. man. You know, you, you, so the perspective to answer the question is like, you're a little surprised because, you know, you've always kind of sensibly been invincible as the athlete. We've always been known as Superman, right, on our teams and leaders of our organizations. But even when you did get some knick-knack serious injuries, you kind of played it off like, it ain't that bad. I'll be all right. I can play with that high ankle sprain. You know what I'm saying? I can play with that, with that uh, sprain shoulder, rotator cuff. 
and you just, you know, just that usefulness. So uh, at the end of the day, you know, I, I say people's people days are numbered as athletes, regardless if it ends after high school, if it ends after college, or if it ends, you know, after their professional career. Yeah. So. You, you- I, to that point, Mike, uh, you know, this leads me to my next question. I opened the show talking about DeAndre Hopkins, and obviously he played with Deshaun Watson um, in, in Houston. And one of the things I said is as you get older, you start to see your mortality, and especially with players, that mortality um, is younger than everybody. So if you're Miles Garrett, if you're Nick Chubb, right now you're in your seventh year, sixth, seventh year, you haven't really done anything, you haven't gone to the playoffs um, you know, when you start to see your body decline a little bit or you start to see other guys around the league going to do certain things, does it, does it, doesn't it make you want to be able to go out and get the best players to play with or be on teams that are in the Super Bowl or be on teams that are contenders because you, you miss that at some point if you're a professional athlete? Absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly on that comment there just because, you know, you want – to win. You want to be a winner. You know, I don't think anyone signs up, you know, to be a professional athlete and not want to excel. And not just individually, but most importantly, team-wise, because you know there's only so much you as an individual in the game of football, for sure, where you're one of 11, you know, one of 22 offense and defense, and then let's say one of, you know, 33 with special teams, that your contribution is only a small percentage. So when you can actually add more talent and add more value and raise the percentages in your favor to say, hey, we got a lot of talent at these positions and every position, you know, that helps us get with a chance to win and then ultimately try to win a championship with, you know, playoffs and, and, and high-level, you know, competition and just, you know, miraculous plays, things that we, that we all revere as fans, you know, to culminate and get that to get – pull that together is really, you know, a manifestation, you know, it's magic, it's special, you know, it's God's touch, you know, just a lot of different um, um, things that come into play on that. And, you know, like you said, for Miles Garrett and, and Chubb and these guys, they're, they're like, hey, man, I'm, I'm starting to reach that mortality point in my career where, hey, every carry really counts. Every sack counts for something. And you want it to be culminating to a Super Bowl win for a Cleveland Browns. Uh, you know, talking to Mike Doss, uh, former Ohio State All-American, former Indianapolis Colt, uh, Camp McKinley Bulldog from Northeast Ohio. He's on the North Open Set Chrysler Jeep Divers Ram Hotline. A little t- to that point, like, you know, when I, I talked to Dustin Fox about this a, a lot. Um, you know, and I, I always loved the teams that you played on. Um, I loved the mentality of, of the team. Um, I love the fact that, you know, when you go against guys from the U, and, and I'm going to be honest, that was one of the greatest teams I had ever seen. Like the collection of talent, even the guys that came up after them, like Kellen Winslow, some other guys that re- really weren't frontline guys. But when you take a look, and I talked to Maurice Clare about this as well, like that, the Cleveland Browns are trying to get to a point where, where they, they, they are going to win games and they expect to win games and they want extended uh, periods of time where they're competitive. What was it about those teams that you played on that really, you know, was able to kind of spark that mentality that, that we could play with anybody and we expect to win? Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's uh, you are what you. Every team, no matter what, resembles the mentality of their head coach. 
you know, and their their defense, their offensive coordinators and their defensive coordinators, because those three individuals have the largest impact on the organization. So no matter what, Peyton Manning would not have been as excellent with the Indianapolis Colts without, you know, um, um, the ROC. His name is slipping my mind right now, but in the sense of, you know, um, the opportunities, these plays that are being called, you know, the the, the 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 force of will of how you want to play. Like for example, the Eagles head coach last year, you could see his energy on the sideline, his guys making plays, he's jumping up and down, he's going and hugging guys, and that feeds that you know, that feeds the mentality of the organization. You know, even though they didn't win the Super Bowl, but from a competing standpoint, he shows a very competitive edge. He wants to win and he wants his guys to to excel, and he puts them in position, like, hey, let your talent make plays. You know, I think what's tough as the Cleveland Browns organization is, you know, we're still, even if, I, I say it very solemnly, they're still trying to find their identity, mm-hmm. right? They're still trying to find their identity. So, you you know, you, you have a, 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 a great player, had a receiver, but how many times are we throwing it at him? You know, we, we have Chubb, and, you know, we realize it's 32, and we don't give him the ball. It's like, Hey, you know, we got, you know, fourth, the other team going forward on fourth and four, and for whatever reason, Garrett's on the sideline taking a blow. It's like, what's, what's our mentality collectively, right? Just allowing us to compete at a high level and, and trusting that the guys are going to go make those plays, and you just say, hey, we're going to put the ball in the, our best players' hands and let them lead us and let us succeed, and everyone's energy will follow that. So it's just the, it's just the mentality of those, those three main components. Uh, for football, basketball, obviously, you know, you can have one or two guys that can really dominate. But as we saw in the playoffs, you know, again, LeBron's 20 years in the league. When he came up against Denver, against a collective mm. of, of, of guys playing as a as an entire squad, it was like, okay, Le- LeBron, you can have your 25, 8 and 8. You know, AD can have this 22 and 12. But who else is going to step up? Because all our guys are going to step up. All our, Anybody we throw at you, we just throwing them at you. Boom. And the mentality of the Denver coach said it. He said that before the series, everyone was hyping up. It was LeBron in his 20th year. He won round away from the finals, you know, and it was like, no, this is our time. And he spoke that into existence. He spoke it out loud. He wasn't shy. He wasn't bashful about, you know, uh, highlighting that they were being overlooked and they, seemed, and they went out and they showed that. And they're actually playing that way right now. Uh, knowing that they're the favorites, they're still playing with that sense of hunger. Uh, and you want to see, you know, Miami. I, for me, I want to see the Miami Heat come out of the uh, out of the East and win the championship. So Jimmy Butler and those guys are going to have to, you know, pull it up, pull their bootstraps up, and finish a long series. You know, and I figured they would probably get rounds to Jim Game One, get a, a, a touch, a, a feel for the speed of the game. I think they got they should rebound rebound tonight and try to steal one out of Denver. See, see, this is when we said Mike Doss. Yo, but y'all don't know before we let her go. But y'all don't know Mike Doss used to hoop in high school too. Don't let nobody tell you that Mike Doss with the left hand wasn't nice. And by the way, in nineteen, I think it was nineteen ninety eight, ninety nine, we won the Southeast yeah. Community Center Championship, and we was dominant the BC Hawks. Shout out to everybody. Mike Doss, I, I appreciate you. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was like 95, 96. It was like 96, 96, 7. You know what I'm saying? I, hey, 
Did you give me the outlet pass when I came down to Duncan in the summer league? Yeah, that you? yeah, that, yeah, was, that came, was Young you know, T. Bush. Come on, man. I was, we was like eight, nine, you know, eight, nine, eight grade, ninth graders, and we, hey, we, I'm, we Duncan. You know we, what I'm saying? We, we, we Duncan. We let, we let them dudes have it. They were shot. Like, can't got athletes. They're like, can't got athletes before the AAU was all big, before it went crazy. Like you guys got athletes, <laughs> Mike. I appreciate you. We will talk to you soon. I appreciate you, my brother. Have a good, good rest of your Saturday. You too, man. Thanks to all the fans out there on all levels: Colts, Vikings, Bengals, the Ohio State, Cam McKinley, man. Appreciate all the support over the years. And uh, G Bush, keep doing your thing, man. It's, it's fun being with you. All right, man. I appreciate you, Mike Dawson, the North Orleans at Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline.